Welcome to Yellow Mensa, exploring cross-centered contextual justice in the South African context. Yellow Mensa is a ministry of Isabambano Center for Biblical Justice. I am your host, David Kluter, and with me is Drumroll, my man, John Skippers. Hey everyone, Jono. how you doing? That's my man. Guys, um, our topic today is faith and politics, a Christian's guide to voting. Yep, a Christian's guide to voting. And to help us get into our topic um, is Ryan Seville. Ryan is from Jubilee Community Church. Um, Ryan, mm. so we get into this. Welcome. Before we get into this, welcome. welcome. Mm. Um, share with us a little bit about yourself, your faith journey, and where you come from. Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Um, so, yeah, I've been uh, a pastor and I've been a pastor for the last 12 years. Yeah. Um, I've got a background in engineering. Okay. I'm a Cape Tonian. Oh, I'm yeah. a husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm married to the lovely Sachi. And I've mm-hmm. got two little kids, Tandy and Jude. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm soon to be moving to Johannesburg. Sure. 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 Yeah. So, so we'll be losing you. Yeah. yeah. Cape Town. Yeah. You won't be, you'll still be. Yeah, so I will. I'll still be unless fa- you join the Cape Party and then you, so Cape Town yeah, becomes a I'm, whole different. I'm really thing. tempted yeah. to join the yeah, Cape yeah. Party. Are you tempted? I like. Uh, I was interested <laughs> in the watermelon. The watermelon oh, looks okay, good. Okay, if okay. you saw you said okay, that. I said let's get into Ryan so, before sorry, we get Ryan. into the topic. I'm not, okay, dude. it was him. He dragged me in. I'm sorry, man. I <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, yeah, as I said before, we weigh into our, our discussion. Um, I have an announcement to make. Be on the lookout because our next Justice and Theology Forum is going to happen soon. That is on Thursday, the 9th of May. Thursday, the 9th of May at Claremont uh, Methodist Church. And yours truly, Ryan, will be will be speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be speaking on the topic of overcoming your socialization. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Can you can you give us a like a snippet of? Yeah, you know there was a, there was a story that I that I read about where um, um, Hendrik Vervoet was getting advised by one of his politicians, and the politician said to him, "Listen, the the people of South Africa are, are living separately, are learning separately, and there might come a time where they have to live together or where they mm, have to work mm. in the same places, and they're not going to know how to interact, and we sure. have a real problem." And I was reading that in 2017, wow. and I just thought, "Man, we're the we're the protest capital of the world. We've got loads of racial tension in our mm-hmm. country. Sure. Socialization has affected us, and we really Absolutely. need to be thinking, how do we undo this? How do we live together? How do we learn together? Mm-hmm. How do multicultural organizations not end up on the front page of newspapers? Right. Again. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. So, so socialization, I think, is, a, is something that's underrated but hugely affects how we relate to each other. Right. Wow. Um, and even how we approach the Bible, how we contextualize the gospel. Sure. And uh, so it's a big right. topic. It's a massive topic. Be there, guys. 9.30 in the morning. 9.30 in the morning. morning. Yes, I didn't give the time. Eh? Yeah. 9.30 in the, in the morning. morning. Yeah. Thursday, the 9th of May, Claremont Methodist Church with Ryan. Turn up. Turn up, turn up. Turn up, turn up. Um, you can book. I'm just going to say you can book on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we'll put the links below the podcast as well on the website through our Facebook pages. The, all the details are there. Go look it up. You'll find the event. You can see all the details there and sign up. Uh, book yourself a ticket so we know you're coming. And uh, bring yeah. your bra. Bring. Yeah. Bring, bring your friend. Bring bring your friend. Bring a friend. Bring two. Yeah. Bring two. Bring two. Yeah. Bring three, man. Quiet. Bring a clump. <laughs> Am I going too far? Yeah, they, they will. They Am will. I going too far? Okay, okay. Yeah. So let's get right into this. Right? I have. I have. 
man, I have loads of questions for, for us all to just to explore. But mm. let, let me put the first one to you. Um, elections is coming up uh, in just about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. That's on the 8th of May. South African elections are, are, are taking place, uh, national. Uh, so how uh, um, we all feeling about this, uh, the approaching, approaching the elections, uh, what are your, your gut thoughts and feelings around this upcoming elections on the 8th of May? Yeah, I mean, you know, like most election times, I think there are people that have strong feelings mm. about their political parties Sheesh. and they've That's thought it out and they've got clear convictions on who they want to support, who they don't mm. want to support. Yeah. I think maybe this time there are a lot of floating voters who perhaps don't they know don't who know. to vote for. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people that I've spoken to at least mm-hmm. that... I'm not sure who they're going to vote for this year. Um, and I, 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 I kind of feel like um, in South Africa at this particular point in our, mm-hmm. in our history, 20-odd years down the line, and we still are the most unequal society yep. in the world. We still have loads of racial tension. Uh-huh. We're still watching our politicians fighting in parliament. Literally. Literally sometimes. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And so I think it does, there is a sense that we, we're going, okay, well, I think politics is important. Yeah. And what does it mean for Christians to be salt and light? And so I think these are big questions in people's own minds. Yeah. They're thinking yeah. through the stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think I also want to personally learn how to, mm. how to make an impact on, on yeah. my context. Yeah. Sure. Um, Actually, for the past couple of election cycles, I've been feeling really like lost and going back and forth between yeah. parties, not knowing who. And yeah. I think it was the, the local government elections last time. I actually in the line was changing my mind. I was, yeah. I was going back and forth. <laughs> I got into the booth and I was like, okay, it's no more. I got to make a decision. Yeah. And I, I, I honestly did not know when I was in the booth, I was still weighing up two options and I, mm. I was going back and forth like, and, um, Guys changed actually at the ballot box. Well, that's, you go in there, you're I like, think I yeah, 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 I know who's happening. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Ryan, you touched on this, uh, but you, a lot of the, the tension that's happening in Parliament actually spills over mm. in, into the ordinary guy on the yeah, street because yeah. they see the division and we form our own you know, clique and we feel yeah. a certain way based on how the leaders within those parties respond right. and interact with one another. And often that's where we people, people are yeah. at. And so and that, this question really comes from that. Mm. Uh, how do we approach the whole process of voting? Sure. Yeah. And with all these emotions and, and things that's going on and being an, an, an engaged citizen generally. Mm. Yeah, yeah, such a good question, man. And I think for me, there's like multi, multifaceted approach here because on yeah. the one hand, we often speak about having a Christian identity. Yeah. We're yeah. one in Christ. Galatians 5, there's, there's no slave, no, no, no um, Jew, there's no Gentile. There's, and so, and so we want to maintain our Christian unity. We want to maintain, mm-hmm. um, even though we might vote for different parties and we might have different perspectives, yeah. we want to be um, loving, we want to be gracious, we want to mm-hmm. be responsible and bold as Christians. Yeah. Sometimes I think um, um, that with all the division that we get sidetracked from actually the process of building and sure. um, That's good. Grow, growing our economy and, and working together to make South Africa better, but at the same time, I think we also want to be clear on on why there is division sometimes and what yeah. we believe. And so, um, even this podcast should Christians be having podcasts like this? Should we be speaking about politics? Sure. Right. I think a lot of people might say no. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be yeah. speaking about politics. Yeah. 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 Um, and so for me, the first thing is to say, well, I think 
the reason why sometimes there's division is because politics and Christianity do overlap. Right. So to say that Jesus is a Lord for me is to is to make a political statement because Caesar yes. was Lord, yeah. and and so that's that's a hugely challenging statement to right. make. When Jesus says, "Listen, render to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to yeah. God what is God's," yeah. that's a political statement Absolutely. because he's saying there's a higher power above, right. above Caesar, and that's God. And so when you get to Acts chapter five, and the the disciples get stopped from preaching the gospel, right. What do they do? Yeah. Civil disobedience. They exactly. disobey and they say, well, look, it's better to obey God, God than it is to obey right. man. So I think, you know, on one level, Christianity mm-hmm. and politics do overlap. Right. Then on another level, um, policy, a component of policy is moral and, yes. and ethical. Mm-hmm. So if you talk about abortion, yep. there's a moral aspect to that. Right. If you talk about land restitution, right. there's a moral aspect to that. Oh. If you talk about, speak about land. ยังไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้
Yeah. It's like we we are always making yeah. political decisions. Um, and I think sometimes we mm-hmm. we have relegated politics to the stuff that politicians do, yeah, which sure. is part. Of, now there is party politics, and that is it. But if we're seeing mm-hmm. its life in the city, then yes, we have a profound a profound uh, obligation to say something. And even if we're pretending we're not, we actually even how we operate as churches, yeah. we're making political decisions. Where we're going to meet, how we're going to meet, in what place we're going to meet, who we. Who are we going to allow into our building? That was a real issue a few years ago. You know, those kind of, those are all political decisions. Yeah. So, yes, I think the church is involved in politics in one level. And we can't get away from it, as we all are. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think your question was around party politics in particular. And I think that is a different aspect. So, for me, I've got like the, the four things that I'm not. I'm not a politician. Right. But I'm not apolitical. Yes. I'm not a separatist. Yeah. And I'm not um, partisan. Yes. So oh, that's great. Yeah. So for me, firstly, I'd say I'm I'm not a politician. It's a that's a different job. I'm a pastor. Exactly. My primary role is to shepherd, to govern, yeah. right. to preach, and all of that for me, from my theological convictions, means that I need to be gospel centered and yes. prioritize the gospel. Right. Okay. But now the nuances come in because what is the gospel? Hey, the gospel is also one aspect of the gospel is that it's eschatological. When Jesus comes and preaches the gospel in Luke four, right? He's he's preaching the gospel of Isaiah right. sixty one, which is good news to the poor, poor. and he inserts Isaiah fifty eight six, which yeah. is yeah. freedom for the oppressed. And so you know, we part of the gospel does mean that we that we're thinking through how do we deal with inequality? Yes. How do we deal with, um, with people who are oppressed? And, and so there is an aspect to even the proclamation of the gospel. That's going to Good, yeah. have political overtones. It must, but, yeah. but, but I'm not a politician. Yes. So, so there's a distinction there. And I think also, also like what you said is, um, um, I want to say a lot of people, a lot of pastors at least, say, well, we're apolitical. Yes. We, we don't subscribe to a political mm-hmm. party. It was a big evangelical position during apartheid. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is that no one is apolitical, exactly. right? Like you <laughs> exactly. said, we, yeah. we're constantly yeah. making yeah. political exactly. statements, yeah. whether it be um, issues of abortion or sexuality. Exactly. Yeah. It's a political wow. yeah. um, a statement that you're yes. making because you, you, you're mm. going to make moral um, decisions as a pastor and as a Christian. And that's right. right. That's, that's right. You can't, it's inescapable. Yeah. So what I found, like during Fees Must Fall, we have right. 200 UCT students and most of them were black and then the, the other bit is, is white. So right. it was, it was difficult. <sighs> but what I found is many evangelical pastors, particularly white evangelical right. pastors were praying for peace yes. during Fismas Fall. And then I've got some Christians who are involved in leading Fismas Fall, Christian students, right. And they're praying for justice. So, mm-hmm. look, you can't say you're apolitical because right. you have got a perspective. You, yes. You're going, yeah. to, you're going to read the Bible in a particular way. Mm. Jesus did say, hey, listen, blessed are the peacemakers. The ne- very next verse, he said, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness. Exactly. Exactly. For doing the right thing, for, for, for living justly. Yeah. Yes. And so we're going to contextualize our theology in different ways. Mm. Yeah. And I think some of the things that I'm really hoping that, that pastors will think through a lot more is what are their theological presuppositions. That's great. So yeah, that we're yeah. self-aware. Yeah. So, so, yep. so, so to not kind of say I'm apolitical, I don't have a perspective, mm. but yeah. to go, what are my perspectives? Yeah. What are, what are, what are they when I'm coming to the Bible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're going to come to the Bible with a particular perspective. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how deep you want to get right here, but, 
reform theology yes. has a perspective. Oh, it asks yes, of course it does. Yeah. questions about kind of upper class white men. Yes. And it doesn't ask questions about um, the working class black people. No. It's because, you know, Jonathan Edwards owned slaves. Yeah. George Whitfield overturned the, the laws in Georgia on slavery. Well, he promoted it. He, yeah, he, he, he promoted was the, it, one yeah. of the drivers he was in the, getting those laws. So yeah. he wasn't asking the question <laughs> yeah. about what are these black slaves thinking and yes. asking and what, what are their questions. Mm. Yeah. So we need to be theologically self-aware. Yeah. We're coming sure. to the text with socialized perspectives. That, that's next yes, time. Yeah. But I would add, just to say, I'm not partisan. I think it's good to acknowledge that you have a perspective and yes, that you yeah. have a bias right, so yeah. that you're aware of that. Yeah. But mm. you don't, I don't want to force people into, into a political party yeah. as a pastor. Sure. Yeah. I think the, the thing is to say is when we claim to be apolitical, I think what happens is, because we're not, when we claim to be apolitical, it's the same thing as we do when we say we're colorblind. We, we actually default to what we've inherited, sure. to what's normal. And yeah. so if you're a, a white, reformed, middle-aged pastor, you're going to revert to a conservative mm-hmm. uh, uh, political stance that is uh, concerned about the concerns yeah. of white uh, people, that's, particularly as you're mm-hmm. raised like it. And, if, yeah. and, so, and that may be right or wrong, that political parts, but yeah. you haven't thought through it. And your faith hasn't filtered through, through it because yeah. you said, yeah. I'm apolitical, my, right. or my faith doesn't affect this. Um, so when we, when you recognize that we have a position, we recognize that in, in a sense, all of us, none of us come neutral, that, that actually allows us to, to work towards a position where we become nonpartisan, where we can actually start to say, well, how can I honestly evaluate these things? How can I honestly Mm -hmm. relate to Mm -hmm. people who have different opinions? But if we are apolitical, we will end up saying we don't have a political voice, but funny enough, our political voting and our, our issues and things that, and yeah. the th- well also the things that are important to us will look surprisingly like all our peers around Absolutely. us. Absolutely, sure. And, because, and, and we, yeah. we see this so clearly in the American context. Yes, because I think in the American context, yeah. to be a, a white evangelical mm-hmm. is to be a Trump supporter. Mm. So that's sure. that's the kind of thing that they've so identified. Mm with a pot- sure. particular political position. I dare say their theology has turned to an anthropology. In our context, I think that is present also mm. because you can look at the Western Cape and pretty yeah. accurately guess who's going to vote for the DA yeah. and who's not yeah. going to vote for the DA. Yes. Sure. And so I think there's, there's, there's two That's things. True. That there's, a, there's an acknowledgement of saying we, we, we're not apolitical. Yeah. We, we do yeah. have a perspective. But yeah. then I think the other challenge for us is to go as a pastor. I'm not. Um, I'm not a separatist. I do speak into politics. I yeah. do speak into into moral issues mm-hmm. because I have to. You live in the city. I live in one. the city. You work in the city. Yeah. God's word is kind of <laughs> in the hey, city. Listen, the, the the oppressed, the poor, yeah. yes. the preferential option for all of these right. things is important. Even the whole notion of justice needs to be linked to worship. Amos yes. 5, yes. God rejects yeah. their worship because they're living unjust lives. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus speaks about money. Jesus speaks about sexuality. So we need to be speaking into this. We're not separatists. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think the other thing is that I, I, I want to, I want to guard myself from being defined by political ideology. Right. I want to be defined by biblical ethics. Yes. I want to be defined by the kingdom. Yeah. And I have a real, you know, when we look at the American context, I struggle with that because when, when, when Christians are more defined by politicians and Mm. political ideology, like Mm. I'm a right wing conservative. Yes. And I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a left wing. 
when Christians are, are so, I mean, it's so easy to place a Christian into a political category. Yeah. And I, I think that you've been defined by ideology and That's not great. by God's word. Yeah. Because God's word, you know, let's take a let's take a, a left right issue of right. um, left leaning people would tend to emphasize structures. Yes, right leaning people would tend to emphasize individual hard work. Right, the Bible emphasizes both. both. Yeah, right. So, so how can I, as a Christian, yeah. just emphasize one thing at the expense of others? Right. Um, yeah, I can't just emphasize. Um, hard work because yeah. actually structural stuff is in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I can't just emphasize structural stuff because the Bible talks about hard work. So yeah. individual responsibility. I can't yeah. just emphasize yeah. sexual ethics yeah. at the expense of emphasizing justice issues. Yes. I can't just emphasize justice issues mm. at the expense of sexual ethics. Mm. And I think sometimes what I feel mm. is that people try to um, be more defined by, by these ideologies. Yes. And we do need to call Christians to, to, to maturity because sometimes it's for social capital, we yeah. don't want to offend our yeah. our friends, our tribes, right, right, yeah. and, and we don't want to kind of branch out and go, no, but actually God's word does speak into the sexual ethic. Yes. Yeah. Or God's word does speak into the social justice issue, yeah. depending mm. on which which tribe you're in. Right. So, sure. and, and that's an important thing because I think Jesus comes into a mm. context in the New Testament mm. that is deeply political, loads of different ideological mm. perspectives, and he challenges people. He says, the time has come, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent and believe. Mm. He calls Peter out of exactly. the zealots. He calls Matthew, the tax collector, out of a kind of an accommodationist um, ideology. Exactly. And, and he challenges yeah. them to follow him. So I think yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a challenge for Christians there yeah. also. Sure. So, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm just trying to think that you... You have all this stuff going on, and uh, as a pastor, this is where you this is where you wanna you you wanna be as you say you wanna be recognized for your biblical ethics and being rooted and grounded in Scripture, its authority, yeah. and being guided by by the gospel mm-hmm. and and God's purposes in the world, and then speaking into those things with His agenda. But as you at the same time, we have our we've been socialized. Mm. We have opinions and, and, and thinking through those things. As I stand on the pulpit yeah. as a pastor, how do I then train my people to vote? Uh, even should we even be 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 pursuing that from from a, from mm. a pulpit perspective? And then you have people in the church who's like, "Listen, I don't vote because they're all the same. They're all bad," which is also a political, you know, decision. But uh, without being uh, prescriptive in pushing one political party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think again over here, it's it's that interplay between being self-aware about my own positionality. I think that's important. Um, and, and again, I mean, I am theologically reformed. So that's my tribe, so I'm critiquing my own. Over right. Here. Yeah. I think within the reform circles, there hasn't been enough self-reflection around um, our positionality. Amen. And so sometimes we've universalized the human experience. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, you've got Woodfield, Edwards, Luther, you've got white men making theology and thinking that is applicable to all, all. people. Yeah. Like everybody. And then being Even told, though that that, and then being told like, by, by, by our own tribe, reformed right. tribe, like, no, but that's pure gospel. Yep. Yeah. And if you if you deviate from this because this is mm. what we this is what we inherit this is mm. pure gospel. Yeah. If you deviate from this, now you're getting into politics. Yeah. Well, yeah. Woodfield lived in a context, yeah, a time, a space, and he was informed by that. Yeah. And what you're getting in his writings right. is is not pure yeah. gospel. 
Yeah. It's gospel informed mm-hmm. input output. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. Mm. So and there was massive deficiencies in, in, in Whitfield. Yeah. To, yeah. to own slaves <laughs> means that you've got a deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A big yes. one, right? Yes, no, no. yes, yes. To advocate. A- advocate. To, to have, the, to have they, listen, slavery, made, slavery made legal in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, that's a skit. Yeah. 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 That, the deficiencies are growing. Yeah. <laughs> there are deficiencies. And then I think also to, to vilify other theological yes. tribes like black theology, mm. like feminism, mm. um, while I understand the need to to to, to identify the Christian Orthodox gospel from right. other perspectives, you want to mm-hmm. do that. You want to distance yourself from the social gospel and understand why that, yeah. that's yeah. right. But you you know you not you don't have the universal experience. Yes, you, you need to be engaged with other perspectives and you need to be self-aware. And there's so much more that we could say about yeah. this because it's not only about how we approach the text because. In our context, actually, many evangelical churches would probably agree theologically about what the gospel is yeah. across color lines. Yeah. But then in terms of our application of the gospel, we're influenced by our positionality also. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm during Fismas 4, I'm, I'm going to be protesting with the students because I grew up in a township like Mitchell's Plain. I didn't get to go to, yeah. to university yeah. like UCT. Yeah. Um, and so I, I feel the injustice of, of the social exclusion way yeah. more than somebody else does. And, and so I, I need to be aware of my positionality yeah. as, a, as, as a person yeah. and as a pastor particularly. Yeah. Because what could happen in the pulpit is some people have said this during fees. They felt like the Bible was weaponized. Sure. They felt wow. like they were being attacked for being involved in protests. They felt sure. like they were being, they were being criticized unduly. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. so we need to be self-aware. I think though, the other aspect there again, it comes back to, I'm not partisan. I, I, I'm, I'm a kingdom citizen. Yeah. So I, I don't think one political ideology can describe me. I don't think, Amen. I don't think the ethics of one political party is yeah. sufficient for me. Um, I, 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 I apply the biblical ethic to to my to my life and as a pastor i'm wanting to preach god's word yeah which is broader and more comprehensive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than um than mm-hmm. any one political party yeah, yeah. that's true yeah so, i mean maybe i can weigh in here a bit as well because i think i think one of the things that we want to be pastors and leaders and those of us who are theologically trained want to be doing is is not that 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 party politics, and I think we it's just so helpful to realize that politics is bigger than party politics, mm. and we need to make that division. Mm-hmm. And I think our role is to be preaching kingdom values. Yeah. So what are the kingdom values, values. that should inform yep. our voting? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think very often we've tended to be very... Uh, single-minded, I mean, we see it even more so in the States, but very single-minded on what are our kingdom values, Mm -hmm. you know. But actually, I think kingdom values around issues of inclusion, around issues of flourishing, around issues of having a bent towards um, seeing the upliftment of the poor and marginalization and those kind of things. And as we look at those kingdom values, Mm -hmm. we're saying these are the things that drive us. These are the things that are important to us as kingdom citizens. We want to see sanitation. We want to see better education. Mm -hmm. We want to see that. Now the how of that works out. Mm -hmm. Now that's where you start getting into party politics. And so I always want to say to people, I want to say, work out your values. Work Mm -hmm. out what are the things that are non-negotiable 
for you as you look at being a kingdom citizen? And it's got to be go beyond issues of, you know, the the uh, abortion mm-hmm. and yep. pornography yep. 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 and yep. Uh, freedom of speech, which are important issues. But it's yep. got to go beyond saying, well, how do we care for our most vulnerable citizens? How do we care for people who are not like me? Yep. You know, and then, so, and then you look at that and you say, okay, those are my values. Mm. Now, which party do I think yeah. is going to help bring about those values? Mm. Uh, the best but like whether you think that's going to be through classic liberalism a more socialist leaning party right. i think there's got to be room for debate there yeah. but what is what's the criteria if if you're voting for a party because they will protect your interests Just, as a white person well, for instance um and protect your better schools for white people then i'm like you then it doesn't matter what party you, you vote, vote for yeah. your 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 criteria is flawed yeah. sure and just um, to jump yeah. in yeah i think political parties are multifaceted and yes. so you know, you could support the. You could have two Christians that that both believe in the same sexual ethics yeah. and both have the same social justice um, um, convictions. Yes, and and one party could vote for one person could vote for the DA and the other person could vote for the EFF. Exactly, and uh, because the, there's 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 not parties are, are making policy around um, justice mm. stuff. They're making policy around ethics stuff, and you know, a person could. Could should have the the, the Christian liberty yeah. to decide. Okay, their particular nuance on this issue, mm. I I, I relate. I, I yeah. kind of mm. I relate mm. to it. Yes. Um, or it could sometimes just be um, a different issue where you you actually just don't trust somebody. Sure. So they can have the same the same policies, but you as a Christian, you actually just resonate with the leadership of one person over sure. the other. So I think in sure. terms of when it comes yeah. down to actually choosing a party, mm. Christians do have a liberty to decide Absolutely. which party they want to vote yeah. for. Yeah, because yeah. I, I feel like, and, 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 and I think part of this and um, a big part of this is that is the, is the whole race thing. Yes. In South Africa, um, our history is defined by this, by and large. Mm. And, 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 and a lot of, and I'm looking at myself as well, a lot of, uh, you know, where a lot of black guys stand, it's it's most of us are looking at DA and we're going like it's just an, a no go, right? And and we haven't filtered that through through kingdom value, God purposes, gospel informed perspective. We, right. we don't we don't often process that first, and we put our flags down as like ah I I don't and and and, and the same thing for for the white guys on the other side. All my conversations with with some of my white friends, I haven't had a single positive thing coming out of their mouths about the EFF. Because there's nothing good about it. Yeah. But have have you read some of the stuff? Right. Have you engaged some? Of it? Or is that a position that yeah. comes from because of your socialization? Mm. Is that a position that comes from simply because you're white? Yeah. And the same thing if goes. If you're threatened, if if you feel threatened, mm. the yeah. same thing comes from mm. the black guy. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. In your heart mm. is Jesus Lord of that area, yeah. and then also responsible citizenship yeah, is so sure. important because mm. I think as we come closer to elections, it's important to to say I I want to know the history of yes. South Africa. I want to know the history That's of this right. party. Those who control the past control the present. Oh, history is immensely good. powerful. I, I want to know policy of parties. I want to read manifestos. And mm. so, you yeah. know, just being responsible. And then when you vote for somebody mm. to go, I'm going to hold this party accountable. Yeah. I'm going to be engaged with these things. Yeah. Um, so, can so I can ask, like, what, like, if you guys want to put down specific values, like, what are those values? Before you do, can yeah. I just make one comment yeah. before we do that? Is, is I want to say is one of the things I think as Christians as well is that we, when we are voting, we are, we are not 
particularly voting for only what's good for Christians. So we're, yeah. also, we're voting for the greater flourishing of the city as well. Like yeah. we live in the city. And so it's not just what are the three or four, maybe it does tie into values, the three or four things that will be, be so good for Christians. And so we'll overlook all these other things yeah. because this will bring greater protection, maybe tax breaks for churches or whatever the, the, the things mm. you're looking at. And I think sometimes we think that it's a battle. And sometimes we need to say, actually, Jesus is about saying that we care for the other. Um, yeah. So what is, what will bring greater flourishing to all the citizens in yeah, this city? How do we yeah. vote like it? What are some of the mm. some of the specific kingdom values mm. that ought to, or personally for mm. you, maybe yeah. client that governs your voting? Not to say that tell us who you're yeah. voting for, but just the the value system that that filters through your mind and heart as you make mm. those, those decisions. Just personally, I I know that this is not this is a, a very subjective perspective but being somebody who's come from a disadvantaged background when i look at south africa mm-hmm. as being the most unequal or one of the most unequal societies in the world mm-hmm. one of the highest gini inequality coefficients i and i look at scripture and i see yeah. the, the value that god places on, on on kind societies um on 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 equal societies i kind of feel like um we we need to think through how to how to bring god's kingdom yes in 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 practice in my life how his kingdom can come how his will can be done in my life and in my relationships and in my organization and in my church and mm-hmm. in the schools and yeah. the places of influence that I find myself what John said earlier on around um, being loving um, seeing the imago day in other people the yes. image of God in other people That's and that has implications for just how you treat mm-hmm. people but yes. also um, sometimes with partnering with people who are different to you yeah. maybe. For, for Christians during the Fees Must Fall thing, I know there was a question around, can I join Fees Must Fall as a student, right. um, even though this is not a Christian thing? Right. Um, and I think, I think we, do need to be, we, need to, we do need to be linking arms with others, sometimes even secular yeah. organizations, to be able to make South Africa flourish. Mm. I think there's room for that. Obviously, don't forget yourself. Don't forget who you are as yeah. a Christian. Mm. Bring the presence of God there. Bring Absolutely. your own morality there. Don't lose all of that mm. in the midst of social action and social mm. campaigning. Mm. Mm. But but I, but I do think that we do as South Africans need to be developing a vision for how we're going to change South Africa. Yeah. We've got yeah. massive pro- um, social problems, poverty mm. problems, and for church leaders and for individuals, we need to be thinking how are we going to mm. deal with these big social ills that have developed yeah. over mm-hmm. hundreds mm-hmm. of years. And we can't just outsource that to the government and go like, hopefully the government, government's going to fix yeah, that. So. Yeah. And exactly. the local churches need to be thinking exactly. about that. Pastors need to be thinking about that. Mm. If you're the a, a CEO of a, of a company, you need to be thinking, what does it mean for the reign of God to mm. come in my company? How do I pay mm. people, etc., mm. etc.? Et mm. Yeah. So so for me, I'm just building on what, what, what Ryan said and also what yeah. I was saying is like, I, I, and particularly as a white person in South Africa, knowing our history, knowing my privilege in a country, is I want to go, you know what? In a sense, my people, we're probably going to be okay. Like, if, like, do I need to vote for the interests and the well-being of white people predominantly? Um, and I don't mean that we're not important. I kind of just mean we're both, we're generally okay. And once again, for those who have been listening, I am a working-class white guy, so I don't come from immense wealth. I We've struggled. Yeah. But in the context of South Africa, we have flourished. We've been, we've been okay, and we probably will be okay. We'll get by. And so for me, I'm going, who, what, whose interests 
or am I thinking of when I'm voting? And so similar to what Ryan's saying, is I want to say, yeah. who has been previously most disadvantaged? Who, where are the areas that need the greatest uh, help and concern? And so even though we, I live in quite a mixed area, but still predominantly privileged, yeah. I, I want to be saying, and particularly, maybe this is more prevalent to local government, but even to electing, these guys want to get elected. And so for me, one of the things is saying, what about engaging our councillors? What about engaging these, the, the people who are up for election and, and asking them questions about what they're doing in other areas? Yeah. So, like, yes, yeah. our area, but you know what? People here will gather together and they will sort things out because yeah. they have the means and the resources and the time and the education. But, like, I'm going, okay, so sanitation is still a big problem in areas mm-hmm. of our city. There are people who don't have toilets, people who don't have access to toilets, yeah. people, uh, young women who are being raped because they have to go to communal toilets in the middle of the night, toilets that haven't been serviced in months, maybe even longer. Yeah. Like, you want my vote in this area. What are, you, what are you and your party planning to do about that area? Put pressure on them about issues that don't directly concern your, mm-hmm. your, your community and your, the interests mm-hmm. of your community only. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's a, that's a big question that I'm always wanting to say. How do, we be, how do I vote looking out for the interests of others, particularly mm-hmm. the poor and the marginalized? Yeah. The second thing, and it's kind of linked to that, is saying is let's not say voting is the be-all and end-all. Yeah. yeah, voting, voting is probably the least, probably one of the least significant things you can do in terms mm. of being an engaged citizen. I mean, obviously, it has great repercussions because of who you're sending to parliament and what they can do. Yeah. But what are we doing as churches, as Christians, as individuals to be engaged citizens, to be citizens, to be Christians who love the city? Mm. You want to see the flourishing of the city. You want to see the blessing of the city sure. between elections. Yeah, like, uh, are we getting involved in civil, um, mm. in in civil movements like? Uh, fees must fall or reclaim the city. Mm. Are we, if there's a political party that we resonate with, join it. Right. Yeah. Like, join it. You want to complain about political parties, find one you resonate and get involved, be part of the process, have your voice known, bring your Christianity in there. Mm. I mean, the ANC is a classic example of it. And I mean, it's a, it's a huge movement. Yeah. But it, it's essentially in ideology, it's, it's a grassroots movement. The, you know, there's the local chapters and they send people to every chapter. You get in, get involved, influence mm-hmm. a one local chapter. And yeah. just to say, like, we've emphasised social action, but, you know, we also want to, I want to emphasise prayer. I uh, want to yeah. emphasise sharing Great. the gospel. Yes. The gospel has social mm. dynamics to it, but it's not only social dynamics. Yes. And ultimately, the hope of the world rests on the coming kingdom and Absolutely. Jesus Christ returning. Sure. Yes. And so, you know, with all my advocating for social engagement, yeah. Yeah. um as a pastor, there's a warning to not get involved in civilian, not getting tangled. Paul yes, uses that phrase, true, yeah. Timothy. Yeah. Don't get entangled in civilian mm-hmm. affairs. And, and I think the, the the warning there isn't to to, to disengage no. from, yeah. from from politics and from the social aspects of the gospel, but it's to think that that is the only way the world changes. No, yes. the world actually ultimately, ultimately changes just, yeah. through but the power Jesus, of God. Yeah. Jesus returning this eschatological yeah. kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, two things just come to mind, and that is the image of God in people. And, and you have to do, actually do the research. You have to mm. look at party politics, manifestos. Yeah. And, and we need to think about all our options and thinking about what holds the two commands that Jesus upholds as that holds the law together. Mm. And that he comes and says, actually, what it means to be a disciple is to, to look at these two things and, and, to, and to honor God in these two things. The first one is, was of course, uh, idolatry. Think of your own heart. Think about, is Jesus, is God at the center of your decision-making? Look at the sin in your heart that's motivating you. Uh, look at the anger. Why are you not want to vote? Sure. Uh, 
um, is, is all that uh, that idolatry is, and it's asking the question of the very first command: the Lord your God is He your God, and is He your Lord? Thinking sure. about okay, how does that then filter down to the image of God in people? Wow. How do I love my neighbor as I'm making this vote? Am I being loving by not voting? Am I being loving by voting? And who am I voting for? Mm-hmm. Um, um, we need to think hard about those things. Yeah? Yeah. Ryan, when you were talking about like, or forgetting to focus on the, the spiritual reality, if we involved, if we engaged, if we are present with people in their struggles, if we are shown to be people who genuinely care for others, particularly those not like us, uh, the world's actually not doing that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of talk about it, but they're not doing that. Yeah. If we're doing that, and we're, we're, we're living the love of Christ in difficult, complicated situations. Yeah. You know, and we're still loving. There's a hope there. It's, it's yeah. an attractive. Yeah. And some people will reject it, but some people yeah, might yeah. say, Ryan, you're different. Right. Yeah. Tell me about the hope that you have yeah. that allows yeah. you to still love that guy who treated mm-hmm. you this way or that person you radically disagree. We don't. Sure. We don't even associate with them. Maybe. Yeah. And you can say, well, mm-hmm. it's actually not me. I'm not that fantastic. Yeah. I'll cancel anybody. Give me half a chance. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's, that's hope. Come on. Mm. Politics offers us an opportunity to hold out hope to the world. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But not from a distance. Yeah. I sure. mean, if we go back yeah. to what Grant was saying a couple of podcasts ago, yeah. we need we need to be there. We need to be with people. Yeah. Yeah. And we need but, to do way better at getting into God's word and yeah. getting into Jesus. Yeah. And yes. establishing his kingdom. And also at the same time going to the polls, voting understanding what parties are saying, what they're doing. Yeah. You know, our, our parents fought for a freedom and a democracy, mm-hmm. which is very young. Yeah. We're a young democracy. Very young. And, and, and so, you know, what they bled for, we really need to be responsible with sure. in maturing. And so that means in yeah. a democracy, that means voting wisely, that means yeah. getting engaged with stuff. Sure. Um, thinking a little bit more deeply, finding out what are the mechanisms that we can use to change uh, those who are in charge of policy right. and impact. So you know, it's a both. It's it's it's, it's holding on to God, but it's being our yeah. feet is on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And getting involved. That's great, man. That's great. Sure, man. And when quad word is your if your brother is choosing another party, yeah, yeah, and you are like, yeah, but I feel strongly. Yeah, you also feel strongly. Yeah, but yeah. the big thing is. Lots of prayer and asking the Lord about, you know, yeah. like, well, well, are we honoring, are we yeah. honoring the Lord? And have a conversation about why are you voting for and the party. Yes. Because yeah. you, yeah. you could be right to be upset. Yeah. yeah. I just want to yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. You could yes, be right yes. to you be upset. Be right to be upset. Yeah. Uh, and if you're upset, you can just email Ryan at um, davidkuluter. <laughs> <laughs> Do not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. No. but seriously, guys, we would love to hear your input, like. Feedback on this one. Give us a, you know, talk about this. These are big issues. Sure. There's big stuff happening in our country. Let's get the conversation moving and growing. And, yeah. and we'd love to be a part of that. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, thank you for, for being here, for loving us. Yeah. And uh, don't forget Cape Town. Yeah, don't Whenever forget the big us. move is don't happening. Don't forget, Do forget Cape Town. Funny cop. Yeah. We don't want you guys back with these funny Gatsby's with this <laughs> yeah, like, like, uh, plum sauce or whatever. whatever. Please, bro. Yeah, please. No, please. Keep it real. Keep it real. Okay. Guys, you can follow us on Twitter at Yellow Mensa. That's Twitter at Yellow Mensa. And do not forget, Yellow Mensa is available. This podcast and all our other podcasts is available on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. You can go there, mm. give us a rating, give us some likes. Please like, 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 like. Uh, you can share. 
as other platforms as well that you can get some of our material mm. uh, and and don't forget as well uh, sign up for our justice and uh, theology forum with Ryan yeah want to hear more of this guy mm. like what he had to say you can come and meet this guy in person i don't think he gives autographs mm. he doesn't you take a picture for Insta. a picture just just take a picture for with Insta. Him. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. If you if you want to see this and you duck of him please still come and support him <laughs> please come and support him um yeah so he will be speaking uh, about on that in that particular platform he will be speaking about overcoming your socialization guys we're about to sign out this is an audio produced by exilic music you can check them out at www.exilic.co.za i'm your man david and i'm john we got work to do <laughs>